listening to Back to the 80s. This is Toscano and Chang with you. Welcome once again. Another Friday here, trying to survive the COVID, trying to survive the election news madness and, and just about everything else. Like it wasn't enough with COVID-19, Chang. How the heck are you? My Lord. I want to welcome everybody to Back to the 80s. That's right. This is the infamous legend in my own mind, the Chang. I'm wishing you all a blessed Friday and a blessed weekend to be. There's no other place that I would rather be on a Friday than right beside my partner in crime, my squad car rider. Sometimes he drives, sometimes I do. The guy that is like a marble that rolls with me everywhere we roll to on the air, Mr. Toscano. And I want you all to remember just to breathe now. Forget about all the crap that has upset you, and let's have fun. And talking about fun, let's go back to the 80s when we were all having fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. And on that note, I do want to let you know that we have a Facebook page, we have Instagram, we have all that good stuff. But if you want to get in touch with us for whatever reason or you want to let us know and maybe an idea for an upcoming show, feel free to do so. Drop us a line at our Facebook page and we'll be more than happy to get back with you as soon as possible. We are Toscano and Chang and what we're doing is introducing the 80s back to a new generation. Hey, Chang, you know, this past week uh, has been very, very warm here in Southern California. It's been chaotic, uh, I think, through all of California, I believe what? We're up at 300 fires amongst California as a whole, from northern to central, uh, down to SoCal, I believe. It's wild. It's wild. I never thought it was going to be this hot. And not only is it hot in Southern California, but Arizona as well. I took a a short little trip with the family, and uh, we were in Arizona, and we went to Lake Havasu City. And I sent you that picture, 129 degrees uh, when we got into the car. So. It was it wasn't the best. I do want to give a big shout out to Robert Galetta and his family. I met Robert at the lake. He's got a beautiful boat. He had his family with him. He had a couple little dogs, really really cute dogs, and he had a he did something really really cool for us, which is take some take some pictures of the family with his drone. So Robert, thank you so so much for for taking the time and and doing that. That was very kind of you. And thanks for sticking around here with this madness here with Back to the 80s. And uh, Robert, this is Chang. Uh, Welcome aboard the Toscano and Chang Back to the 80s radio program. Thank you and hope you enjoy the vibe that we are trying to keep alive. And that vibe is from the 80s. I mean, we're going to be like uh, Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson taking somebody out with that kind of nostalgic punch. Do you not agree, Toscano? Wholeheartedly, my friend. Um, this week we put a post on our Facebook page that got quite a bit of comment on there. And the question was, which is also the topic of the day, what are some of the things that we did in the eighties that kids today will never experience? I'll let you ponder upon that in just a second as we take a little break and get ready to tackle the eighties. Remember when we thought the the, the 80s 80s were lame? That's because we hadn't lived through this decade yet. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening 
to Back to the 80s. I am Chang of Toscano and Chang. We're talking about things that uh, people now in this generation are not going to experience. Now, firsthand, one of the greatest, funnest things I think I remember doing of all time in the 80s, and that is going to the drive-in. We discussed that on, on a, a past show, but that, uh, that whole scene was always something pretty cool to watch movies, you watch cartoons. You know, I remember going into to hang with my buddies, you take lawn chairs and you just make a party out of it. You know what I mean? And you eat, you watch the movie and you joke around, you get that nice, cool, refreshing summer air. I mean, dude, I mean, your other cars are doing, it's like a tailgate party without a sporting event. But a movie. Exactly. No, talk about happy days. It was just uh, so much fun. You know, in the beginning, back in when I first started going to drive-ins, which is back in the 70s right. as a little, little kid, I remember my parents used to hang the big metal speaker mm-hmm. on the window. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And then in the 80s, somewhere, I don't remember what year it was, but somewhere in the 80s, they changed it to where you can tune tune into, you know, it was closed circuit radio or whatever. So you can tune into a certain radio station and it would come into the speakers of your car rather than that cheesy metal box that you would hang on the window that actually cracked some windows back then because it was so heavy. Now, uh, you remember when they had the wire that would either clip to your metal rod antenna or if you had the window antenna, the windshield antenna, they had that little flat thing that would fit in the corner. And then you go to a Pacific radio station and then you can you can hear the movie. I do remember all that, and then you could hear it through your speakers. Sometimes if you had a lot of speakers, if you had a van or a truck, I mean, it was just a party. It was like a place to meet people, get your groove on, or whatever kind of activity you like to do. But it was, it was, it was definitely a time that was always something I was never going to pass up on. I would pass up on other crap if I knew uh, my crew was going to go to the driving because. We, you know, who knew what the hell was going to break loose? No, the driving was one of my favorite things to do. As we posted this on Facebook, I had no idea how much attention this post, it was such a simple post that it was going to get. And just, I want to thank every single person who, who put their, their thoughts on there. There's just too many. So we'll take a few at a time and we'll just uh, elaborate on each one and, and give you guys what we went through with those particular experiences. Gary Mason said, kids today will never experience eating bonkers candy. He said, God, I miss those. And also, decent cartoons. Uh, I would have to take a pass on the bonkers candy. I do remember the bonkers candy, and and he is 100% correct. Here's what I didn't like about bonkers candy. Bonkers candy was, it, it always fooled me, because when we would get bonkers candy for Halloween sometimes, I'd pull it out, I'd think it's, some type of bubble gum. And they came, it looked just like Hubba Bubba. And when you open Bonkers Candy, which is fruit flavors, fruit candy, uh, you open it up, look like gum, you pop it in your mouth, and it was not gum at all. It was kind of like a bigger version of uh, Starburst, sort of. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, Starburst was a really bad candy. Yeah, I never, I never could get used to the the chewiness because it would always get stuck in my teeth. But what about uh, yeah? Now, now Gary also mentioned decent cartoons, and I got to agree with him there. However, I I must admit I I do like the 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 better quality of of the cartoons that we have today. But I do feel that we don't have today. Uh, kids will never experience the variety of cartoons. 
the not only the variety, but I think the true essence of a cartoon, which is child entertainment, which is uh, typically fantasy and not so much reality, not so much of the mainstream type behavior of humans as opposed to cartoons. And uh, let me, yeah. uh, you understand where I'm going with this, right? If you, if you have young ones nowadays and you watch the cartoons now, a lot of the cartoons make the characters to be more human, like even if they don't look like it. So the attitudes are the same. The yeah, snotty yeah. attitude of the child, the snotty attitude of the teenager, uh, how they downplay the adults as kind of being dumb or that of the joke, the butt yeah. of the joke. Yeah. In fact, uh, you didn't, you just didn't have that. You had, it was all about respecting parents, doing the right thing and yeah, things of that and nature. Back then, I mean, you we're talking about, okay. Uh, cartoons back, at, especially in the drive-in brother, you remember Tom and Jerry, which was made before the eighties, of course, yeah. but that was a cartoon play. Woody Woodpecker. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, uh, Heckle and Jekyll, Mighty Mouse, even though these are older yeah. cartoons, but they were really, really hitting hard in the 80s with the smaller right. crowd. And then you'd get cartoons like He-Man, uh, you know, Masters of the Universe, you got the, the She-Ra, you got the Ninja Turtles. You had so yes. many different types of cartoons. And unfortunately, that is definitely something, Gary, uh, who mentioned that, uh, that's definitely something that kids today just cannot experience like we did. I I know that somebody mentioned online, oh, you know, kids today do exactly what they did in the 80s. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they, they don't. They do some of the things no. like some. So there's some, of course, there's some kids that play in out there, play outside to the lights come on and things like that. Mm -hmm. But there's stuff that kids right. won't understand today. They just don't. And one of right. them, and this is brought to you by Ivan Serrano. He said, making mixtapes from the radio. Kids will never yeah. understand that unless they start buying tapes. And, and most people would probably think that they're crazy. And I'm one of those crazies, by the way. I've been doing a lot of mixed tapes lately. Now, that is both uh, scary and hilarious because <laughs> I would love to hear one of your mixed tapes. But you know oh, what? Oh, uh, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you so you can see. What? That I'm actually. Yes. Are you going Memorex you or what are you using? DSL? No, I'm using I'm no, I'm using TDKs, TDKs, um, nice. TDKs. They're Type Two uh, uh, cassettes, mm -hmm. and I'm also using Maxell Type Two cassettes. And I got this great, great um, state of the art audiophile uh, cassette deck that I really enjoy. But oh, so you have anyway, some technology in your old school style? Well, no, it's an old. This is a very early '90s cassette deck. I mean, I think it's 90 okay. or 91. So it's just getting out of the 80s, but it's, it's, it's just a phenomenal cassette deck that, uh, I'm enjoying. Like I said, I haven't touched cassettes in so long, but now that I'm listening to cassettes, I'm listening to records again. I'm not going back. I'm not listening to MP3s anymore unless I'm traveling or, you know, in the car and stuff like that. But there's a lot involved. It's hands on. It's that ability that you get that joy, that happiness that you get of, of holding the music that you make, holding it in your hand, you 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 know you're you're working all the controls, you're making it happen. So you are taking part in in producing that. Plus, when you give this away to somebody, 
it means a lot more than just making a playlist of, you know, of MP3s on iTunes. Right. Now, then I will say this on behalf of myself with uh, my Facebook page, Changsters Gangsters of Rock. You could yeah. kind of say that is my own personal mixtape, but I am not physically recording the songs. I am not speaking because, as you know, I go from for the name of the mime of music time. So you never hear my voice as if I was on the radio or talking on a mixtape. Uh, I just pop tunes yeah. on there and I do crazy captions. So in a way, that is how I, in a form, make a mixtape. And also in the generations nowadays, kind of make a mixtape, but they have where they load their own uh, songs and they put them in their own playlists. So definitely one of the big things I want to do is to get people interested in, in technology of the past as well. Because look, these systems are not digital. This is all analog, but so are records, you know, turntables, analog. Right. And what right. you get when you listen to this, believe it or not, there are tapes, there are type three tapes, I'm sorry, type four, type two and type four tapes with a really good cassette deck that sound uh, mm -hmm. just like a record, believe it or not. And uh, they can compete, right. believe it or not, they can even compete against a CD. More detailed, in spite of the hiss that sometimes can come across cassettes, uh, they sound more detailed than in any MP3. You know what? Talking about these mixtapes real quick. I have a cousin. Let's give him a shout out. His name is Ray Ramirez. He's from Montebello, California. Now, uh, my cousin Ray, he has a collection of eight tracks. Still, he has a collection of cassettes. He has a collection of his own mixtapes that he's made. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It would have been great to get him on the segment that we're discussing or maybe our music segment that we did in the past because he would yeah, agree, it, agree 100% with your analogy of what it's like to create a mixtape. And uh, it, it, I, I, would, uh, I think he would be blown away if you've seen his collection. I think if any one of our listeners seen his collection, they would be blown away. It's funny. We're back to the 80s. We're talking about tapes in 2020. This is amazing. Somebody mentioned this following thing, and they're absolutely right. And they said... Being able to talk on the phone for hours, first of all, not knowing who's on the other line, you always wanted to find out. Secondly, talking on the phone for hours. Third, being able to go to uh, pretty much any place in the house with that long, long cord, if you had a long, long cord. If not, you were stuck right there close to your phone, wherever the phone was at. But do you remember those days when we had those phones with a really, really long cords? Oh, dude, I remember those days. I remember finally my parents busted out. They got two phones, one in the back of the pad and then one in the front of the pad. You know what I mean? So wherever yeah. you were, you could, you know, run to either phone. And both phones had those long cords. You know what, dude? Dude, the rope-and-dope cords, if they got all tangled up, then they were all stuck together and then they just shot up right by the phone if it was hanging on the wall you know what i mean some people can even jump rope with their phone cords that were so long yeah you know what man i think if you're bored enough on the phone enough or inebriated enough you're gonna find some fun to do with one of those long cords i mean you know what i'm saying bro you could probably lasso your cat or your dog with one of those phone cords back there jason gustafson uh, i'm sorry if i killed your last name jason but uh wow. he mentioned uh, call calling your friends to see if they were home 
and see if they can play outside. You remember that? We, we actually took the time to call our friends home sometimes and see if they were available to play outside. And sometimes their parents said, no, they can't play tonight. They're in trouble. Oh, yeah. You remember that? They're in trouble. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember crank calling people? Oh, my goodness. From crank, your phone yeah. with your buddies? We would prank call people all the time, oh. especially like uh, if I would Dude. spend the night at my friend's house. One and two in the oh, morning, yeah. we'd call, and, and I'll never forget. We'd ask them, excuse me, ma'am. You know, they'd wake up in the middle of the night and, excuse me, ma'am, is your refrigerator running? Yes. Hell yeah. And then we'd scream out, well, then you better go catch it. You know, stupid things oh, like yeah, that. that. And they would, yeah. yeah, they would cuss us out and stuff like that. Greg Killian said seeing Star Wars at the drive-in. But I think Star Wars is, you know, late 70s, unless he's talking about Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi or something like that. Uh, that's when that would have to be, because didn't Star Wars come out in the uh, late 70s? I want to say but yeah, between yeah, 77 and 79. Uh, Robert Millis said drinking water from a hose. Do you, do you remember when we used to drink water from the hose and... And sometimes the water would, the first sip of water was always hot and the taste was disgusting. It just tasted like pure rubber from the hose. Yeah, I remember doing that, man. I remember. But then sometimes, man, once that thing gets cold, it's like no other drink. Oh. You don't even want to share with friends. Get away from my own <laughs> trawl, you fool. I remember that. I remember that. Now, here's something. Do you remember this uh, back in the 80s something that I think uh, I, I truly miss? Slurpees. Oh my goodness. Yeah, when it was so hot outside. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then I remember the Coke flavor when it came out, but still my favorite flavor of all time has always been the cherry flavor. Oh, yes. I used to like to go suicide. Oh, put a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything, man. I mean, that was the way to go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just get uh, every level has a different taste. It's almost like. Uh, Hmm. It's almost like eating five types of sweetness at one time. It's like beyond brain freeze. It's just like extremity freeze. You just get lost in a taste war. Yeah, it took it to another level. Somebody mentioned here, if we remember when we wanted to eat pizza, we didn't know who to call. We'd run our fingers through the yellow pages and we'd find a bunch of pizza places. You remember that? Finding a pizza place in the Yellow Pages. Oh, yeah, dude, I remember that. But depending on where you live, usually you had your own pizza place to go. I know growing up in uh, in uh, Monteveo, we used to call Vito's Pizza. And that was right across the street from Beverly Hospital on Beverly Boulevard. I mean, and it, it was just like down-home New York pizza. These were, oh, they were Italians like you. <laughs> exactly. But these were New York <laughs> Italians. These guys. They were probably like your dad and your uncles. Yeah. That type of old school. You know what I mean? They no messing around, hardworking from the old country. Yep. Yep. You know, but man, they they made some of the greatest pizza I think that I've ever ever had to this day. Nothing compares with uh, growing up eating v Vito's pizza in Montebello. I don't know if any of our listeners out there, maybe they are, uh, are from Montebello. If you are, chime in something on Vito's Pizza in Montebello. Excellent. It was a great place to get pizza. That sounds great. As somebody mentioned here that when you had a crush on somebody, Eugene Flores said, calling your crush and their parents answered the phone. 
Oh, and then you hang up right away. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you were so embarrassed. And you were there listening, hoping it wasn't them or that they wouldn't recognize you. Those were the days that when that happened, you would have to, like, pass notes. <laughs> Note passing is a uh, uh, thing of the past. It's an art of the past. You yeah. remember writing notes. Anybody growing up in school back then in the 80s or even way before that also remembers giving notes. I don't think one kid today passes notes. Do you think they pass notes anymore? I don't think they pass notes anymore. I think they no. pass pharmaceutical drugs, but I don't think they pass notes anymore. <laughs> you know what is a lost, art, a lost art form? Talking on the yeah. phone, passing notes was that gateway to hooking up and then meeting one Friday night or a weekend night at the drive-in in both of your separate groups and then having that ultimate yeah. hookup. That's another great thing memory I have, and, and I'm sure a lot of other people out there have, from going to the drive-in. Passing notes, that's where, you know, hey, we're going to meet up at the drive-in. Hey, well, maybe we should meet up out there, you know. And, oh, yeah, well, here's my number, but don't call at this time because my mom and dad might answer. That's all, all that went transpired, brother. Yeah. So a lot of people on this post mention one of these things that they used to love doing, and that's riding in the back of pickup trucks. You remember that? We used to be able to oh, ride in the yeah. back of pickup trucks. There were no seat belts. No. There were no helmets. No. And we'd sometimes be on the freeway. I remember uh, growing up over there in uh, Montevideo, East L.A., Rivera, when uh, cruising up Whittier Boulevard was uh, a thing to do. Now, that even was cracking, I believe, in the 50s. The, the, the boulevard always cracked in the Latino race. You know that. Anybody could yeah. go... And cruise. I mean, you had all kinds of different races, but I remember hanging out in the back of a truck while you're cruising up and down. Cops weren't doing nothing. As long as you weren't getting loaded, open containers, standing up or holding up traffic, you know, was a little dude. You yeah. know? Remember yeah. being in the back of a truck and then having your own uh uh your own uh uh ghetto box and you could crank your own tunes and you're you know, th whoever's in the back of the truck is having their own party beside the two fools that are sitting inside the cab of yeah. the truck. Bro. Yeah, and I remember that that sometimes uh, the the person driving would go over speed bumps on purpose, oh, yeah. really fast. You remember that? And then just jerk that you all great. up and go boom, and then your tailbone <laughs> hits the back. I remember that. Melanie Torres said a few of them. She gave us a bunch of info. She said, "No seat belts. Yep. No rotary phones. Right. No credit card machines." Yep. Uh, no, no, sorry. No credit card machine sliders, jumping massive ramps on our bikes with no helmets or knee pads. And she said, we just had it much better, in my opinion, says Melanie Torres. And we have to agree with you, Melanie. The 80s is very funny because we said goodbye to a lot of great things that our kids will never embark upon. Yep. And one of those things in particular was one of my favorite things to do in the world, especially on Friday nights. And that What's was that? going either to Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, or to any oh, one yeah. of the, the local video stores and renting your, well, going to see what movie was available. Because back then, we didn't have, you know, 20 copies of each movie. There was no. Yeah. Certain small video rental places only had one copy of each movie. And if you got there late and somebody else rented it, it was gone. It was so gone. you picked up the cover and you were all sad. and You were probably looking for it. Yeah. And, and, you know, behind some other videotapes and found out that, that it had been checked out. Yeah. And remember the fun it was and how great it felt the first time you got your first video card? Oh, yeah. 
because now you get a discount and you know you're trusted. You even get an extra day because you're holding that card. You bypass people that are just going in there to pay cash one time visit. Yep. And with the little stickers on every videotape that said, be kind, rewind. Remember busting out your Velcro wallet and popping <laughs> out your video card like, yeah, I'm the man, baby. Velcro Woo! wallets. I love my Velcro wallet. Yeah. Velcro wallets were the thing, dude. Remember just like, hey, let me help you out with some cash. You want to hear something <laughs> funny? I saw a guy at the What's bank that? not too long ago. A guy at the bank probably in his late 50s, and he pulls out his old blue Velcro oh, wallet. It looked like he, it was with him since he was a teenager. Nice. Was it OP? Probably it was all worn. The, the lettering was worn. It was worn out. Do you remember OP? Yes, that's right. OP came out with a lot of those Velcro wallets. Wow. Yeah, bro. Lightning bolt, OP. Yep, and then brands uh, like uh, Maui and Sons and uh, yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, Varnay from France and stuff like that. What times we had, and uh, a lot of the kids today just have no, no idea. One thing that goes pretty much with everybody, we all agree, and that is listening to great music is one of the things that kids will never know like we did because it was the first time that you were hearing that type of music. Yes, exactly. It, it was, it was, just, we've talked about this many times on the show that it was just music that left a, a, a footprint in our souls that will follow us for generations to come. Even after we are long gone, that music will still remain. I think uh, music plays a part in our lives to where it kind of, is the soundtrack to our mental movie in our lives uh, as uh, we we grow older and remember. Uh, music is there when we're growing up and experiencing things. I think that's even from when you're at home, if your family or your parents or anybody else is, is really a music lover. Like I was very fortunate to have music in my life every day. Uh, and... Uh, you know, you go from the childhood memories of the music your your family listened to or that you were listening to on the radio. Uh, you go through your teens with a certain music playlist of the tunes that were cracking and the bands that were cracking then. And then when you get to your adult life, you still find yourself listening to a lot of the same artists and music and songs that you did growing up. But now you have that mental movie to where you hear a song and you're catapulted back in that day and that time. And, and I know you agree because as me and you embark in radio and we've done our own music shows, me and you have that same agreement on why when we do uh, our other radio show in the past and if we presume why music is so important to you and me. And the funny thing is the type of music you and me do play on Toscano and Chang is very similar to the vibe that we're passing out with our podcast, if you really think about it. We're taking you back, and we're hopefully giving you a smile. That's what music does, my brother. Yeah, yes, it does. How about answering the phone, or how, how about when you had to make a phone call and you got a busy signal? And then <clears throat> how about when somebody was calling you, collect? Do you remember that? getting a collect call or oh, maybe yes. we had to make a collect call. And then do you, yes. did you ever get a collect call denied? 
Oh man, that happened so many times. And then that's when you could slam the phone down in anger. And even the operator understood you were angry. Everybody in the whole house knew you were angry. I remember, uh, <laughs> we have a collect call from so and so. And then sometimes you could, they could hear you and you would be like, ah, hell no. <laughs> and it was crazy because they didn't want they didn't want to accept the collect call because collect calls were very expensive oh, yeah. back dude then. i remember my mom or my dad if that's a collect call don't okay it <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta <laughs> remember the, these were days where we didn't get free minutes on anything no, bro. everything was paid by the minute yeah. and you know but when and then there came a time when they called you it was fine yeah right yeah you, it was free for you the other person had to pay. And that's why people take advantage, you know, uh, when you had a, a girlfriend or, or girls that had boyfriends, you know, they would get the calls and they'd spend hours on the phone. Or if it was a local, local call, like around the, around the block and things like that, then it would be free. Uh, and th those are things that, that kids nowadays will never be able to experience. Uh, do you remember, do you remember the double line when the double line yes. came out on phones yes. and you could, you would have to, you would have to click yeah. on the phone and like, like yeah. what it would be like when you hang up on the phone. So you'd click on it once and then you go, hello. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know what? I'm on the other line. And then you would seem so important. I'm on the other line. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <Yeah>. Click. <laughs> I remember that. And then you go back. I'll have to get back to you. Someone's calling me on my other line. <laughs> yeah. The feeling of importance when all these uh, new technologies came out for us, we started yeah. feeling some type of importance. Oh, because we get to use it and, we just felt great uh, being able to. And those are things that yeah. we've experienced. And, man, I don't regret it at all. I, I loved going through that because we got to see the evolution of technology up to whatever it is today in 2020. Um, yeah. My kids and I were watching Back to the Future. Yeah. We watch it maybe once a month. And we were watching it a few days ago. And my kids said the only thing that they really, really got wrong in the movie um was the, the the cars you know the cars were disgusting they're they thought the cars were going to be a lot more futuristic and in some some cases i can understand yeah they are because of the technology oh. inside but as far as the outside cars just look like cars right. and also the clothing i mean you look at how some people dress today i always tell my kids hey yeah. 1987 called you know they want their they want their jeans back because a lot of people still dress like back then you know, people still yeah. wear a lot of shirts with the same printed yeah. stuff on it and jeans and sandals. And if you go to the beach, you find surfers that dress just like the 80s. So, you know, there's one thing that we do not see a lot uh, back on our uh, roads and our highways and byways from the 80s is motor vehicles. We see uh, newer motor vehicles, cars, bro. You don't see too many 87 cars out there, 85 cars. You know, very few do you, very few do you see somebody with a truck, usually a Toyota, uh, you know what I mean, or a Chevy or a Ford. Usually the trucks are the trucks that you see on the highways and byways from the 80s. Not many vehicles per se themselves do we see on the highways as we see people with collector's vehicles, cars from the 70s. Every now and then you see some from the 50s and 60s. Yeah, but from the 80s, it's like they skipped over that. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I did get to see a guy that had an 86 Toyota Corolla hatchback mm. that was selling it. Now, do you remember these cars? 
I'm thinking, oh, this car's probably like seven hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. The guy wanted twenty seven thousand dollars for it. Really? Because I, yeah, he's got it all fixed up because I guess this car is now famous because of an anime cartoon that has made that particular model uh, famous and popular amongst young kids. And wow. I'm talking young, young kids, 13, 14 years old. Really? And That's yeah, they do. don't call it. Yeah, they don't call it a Toyota Corolla. They call it an A86, which I think they call it in Japan as well. The funny thing, almost 30 grand for 1986 Toyota Corolla. You you want to hear something crazy? Uh, my cousin Bobby uh, uh, had a Corolla back when we were in the 80s. And he lived in uh, El Sereno, uh, California. Uh, you know where else? Yeah. You know that. And uh, yeah, yeah. we, you know, that's a very hilly area. We used to go up the flat tops. I'll never forget uh, uh, hanging out with my primos and we would be partying a bit. And he would pull that Toyota Corolla down one of the up on the embankment of one of these hills. And then we would go down in neutral these hills in his Toyota Corolla four buying cranking on uh old metal bro from from uh yeah. knac yeah. and kmet uh dude and it would be like this corolla would handle every bump you could feel this thing leave the ground bounce and still still got us to concerts at the fabulous forum for at least 486,000 miles brother toyota corolla now that's a car. Way to go. A shout out to Toyota. This is back to the 80s. We have been talking about things that we used to do that kids today will have never experienced or will never be able to experience. There's a lot more that we need to talk, and I'm sure that we're going to probably take a couple more shows to talk about these things. And uh, one of the common uh, comments is that what they miss about the 80s that they know that definitely kids today will not be able to experience is getting that we didn't get offended for name calling we didn't get offended for any little stupid reason which is absolutely right all this political correctness and you know what i saw before a movie played on um i believe it was netflix there was an ad right before the movie that said when this movie came out there were terms that are derogatory today that were used for comedic purposes back then yeah, yes just, yes, just yes. enjoy now there's now there's a disclaimer before a movie. Give me a yeah. break. Now now uh, now we're on this topic. You know uh, when I was doing stand up comedy, uh, you know I didn't do this in in, in the eighties, of course, but uh, it wasn't even that long ago. I'd say what, no more than ten years ago, I was performing stand up, and yeah. I don't think some of the material I may have used, I think, would be uh, used against me, and people would find it highly offensive and not understand the comedic uh, feeling that I'm, I'm embarking on, the comedic uh, 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 kind of uh, racy edge that I'm, uh, uh, you know, delivering, people would take offense to half of the things I say. I think half of the things that we saw, even on, on, on movies from the 80s, my friend, Caddyshack, yeah. uh, you know, uh, even the... Any, you know, so many different movies back from the 80s would have a hard time now with as much touchy feelings as we see in today's society. Yeah, even uh, Bill and Ted would have a hard time uh, coming up with some of the things that they used to say 
And, well, you know uh, they are coming back with a new movie, so I would like to see what that is yeah. all about and their approach on that. Yeah. Mark Hughes said MTV has never been the same since. So kids will never experience MTV. We've talked no, about that in previous shows as well. Rachel Warnke said hanging out at arcades, and we've talked about that tons of times here on Back to the 80s. So there's tons of things that we've got here that people have written to us about that they enjoyed doing back in the 80s that kids today have no idea. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We never stop. Never stop. Not even when it hurts. Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Non-stop, unforgettable memories from the 80s. Back, back to the 80s. Now is the time of the show where we get to take a moment and tell you guys what made us changry back in the 80s. Changries, of course, are those things that made us angry in the 80s and in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we've dubbed them Changries. Chang, what got you Changry back in the 80s? Well, everybody, tonight's segment of Changries is particularly something that angers me now that we do not have from the 80s. You know what gets me Changry? What's that? the new kind of rock and roll that they try to put out there. I miss the old <laughs> rock and roll from the 80s. Yeah. You know what uh, got me changry back in the 80s? What's when that? you would go when you would go to a family member's house and they would have plastic wrapped all around their sofa. Mm, yes. You know what gets me changry about what I miss from the 80s? What's that? Common decency from every living human being. That gets me changry. Definitely gets me changry. You know what got me changry back in the 80s? What's that? When you got together with your friends to play Ding Dong Ditch and your friends were faster than you. (laughs) You know what got me changry in the 80s? (laughs) What's that? Rubber flip-flops. <laughs> Do you remember they used to always come undone when it was when you were at the Dude. beach or something, and yeah. the bottom would pop out, and you couldn't yeah. you would place it back inside, but the, the flip flop was already broken. There was a little it was yeah. Placed, yeah, yeah, and then it would just keep doing it, and then sometimes all you hear would kaplak kaplak kaplak. <laughs> yes. Then one foot would get all dirty or all hot from the ground. You'd be like, oh oh oh, 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, are this week's Changries. If you have a Changri that you'd like to share with Toscano and Chang here on Back to the 80s, go ahead and let us know. Send us a direct message to our Facebook fan page, and we'll go ahead and read it on the following Friday. Toscano, give them that phone number. And remember, everybody, hit us on that phone. Leave us a message. We'll get back to you. Our phone number here to get in touch with us. And by the way, leave your message nice and short is 714-386-9797. 714-386-9797. You can reach us and let us know what your Changri is all about. Chang, we were talking about some of the things that we did in the 80s that kids cannot experience today. Autumn Brownlee says that before of before all this corona crap a bunch of her friends would go out camping in the 80s everywhere they'd play games they'd go to live music events they'd do wet t-shirt contests ah, bonfires they'd go with tents campers cabins swimming pools wet underwear contests for what? the men <laughs> what kind of parties did autumn brown lee attend pole dancing and, and name it. She said uh, COVID needs to be canceled so she can get back to life. Lord have mercy. Wow. A long-legged, <laughs> wicked, wild, stallion <laughs> pony out there bucking and bronking. First of all, where does Autumn formerly reside? And if she's a Southern California girl, I guarantee I've seen her probably maybe at uh, the Red Onion, uh, the Us Festival. Did I catch you at a Van Halen gig? Lord oh, have mercy. I, it's good to see that kind of a spirit and energy still rocking and rolling right here, right now. God bless you, Autumn. Here's to you, baby. Keep <laughs> it real. You heard it from the chatting. Yeah, I don't know where Autumn is at, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure she would uh, send her regard. Tracy nice. Razor said, making real forts for the kids in the woods. Uh, free plane in the neighborhood alone and no bike helmets, wax paper up uh, up the slide and then sitting on it oh, as yes. you're going down. Hey, now that we, we read this about slides, remember going to McDonald's on a very hot day. They had the playground and they had those metal right. slides and some kids would be sliding down in shorts. Remember that? And they'd oh, yeah, scream and because <laughs> their skin would get stuck on that hot metal. Oh, yeah, dude. I remember seeing that. You know, it's funny. I was uh, by then in the 80s. What? Oh, man, I was already cracking as an adult, a teenager in the 80s. I hit the I hit high school in 79. Jeez. So in the early 80s, I was rocking and rolling. Oh, bro. You, you were you were you're more than rocking and rolling. I can tell you that. Oh, man, I wasn't playing with toys. I was playing with girls. <laughs> oh, oh Lord goodness. have mercy. Yeah, the 80s. The 80s, man, we miss the 80s. And oh, it, it, if we only had the simplicity, uh, one of the things that a lot of people mentioned was the fact that we had no cell phones and no Internet was yeah. one of the biggest and best things about the 80s. And you know what? They're you. absolutely right. Unfortunately, we have fallen victim and we've fallen prey to these big companies offering the world technology and making, you know, these big big phone companies richer. Uh, we have sacrificed our own kids. We've sacrificed our own lives and we've fallen into a hole that I can't see that we're ever going to get out of. Unfortunately, I see kids nowadays 
and they will never know what it was to live in a world where you weren't looking down at a screen. Right. Now, I think the two key things to me that I think have been lost in in this transition from the 80s is creativity and true talent. And what I mean on those... uh, 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 on those two scales is creativity as in before we were blinded by the screen in front of us. Uh, I re- know for myself, I did a lot of artistic uh, type activity. I was always drawing. I was painting. Uh, I was sketching. And you were using your imagination, which is and something you, that a lot that of kids don't use thing today. I was going to embark on. I think uh, today's generations with technology, we've lost the imagination. We do see it in the uh, artistry that we have in modern day technology with people able to draw on the uh, laptop, uh, making these uh, uh, images for for movies. So that part is is somewhat still true, but for the actual sit down, bust out a pencil, bust out chalks, bust out some uh, pastels, uh, uh, whether they're acrylic or oil, bust out, the chalk, bust out the shade pencils, sit there and, and sit in your mind and think of something or look at something and try to draw it. You know, we've lost that. And the imagination for your mind to sit there, my brother, listen to some tunes and you get carried into a far off land to where you can either write a story, write a song, write a poem, or it gives you the energy to put it to pencil and draw something. Yeah, That is the form that we've lost from then. This is Toscano and Chang from Back to the 80s, letting you know that there are more important things that we have lost than those things that didn't matter. And today, our generations, it's time for us to take back what they can't experience. It's time for us to reintroduce the 80s to a whole new generation. So on behalf of myself, Toscano, I'm wishing you the greatest of weeks and try doing something that you did in the 80s with your kids as we turn the page to another week. So God bless and take care. We'll see you next Friday. And from the Chang, remember everybody out there, you have a prosperous week. You do not let your head hang down in whatever crisis we are in. Remember, we are one race, the human race. Tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is blessed. Live that day blessed. Do something good for yourself. Do something good for somebody else. Stay masked. Keep doing what you're supposed to do to be healthy for yourself and your family. And remember, stay lifted and gifted to all my homies in the hood. Orale. To all my friends, neighbors, and all of everyone out there that I care about. It's all about you. We share what we do because we care. So till next Friday, a rato, orale, Take me back to the glory.